0: Welcome into to another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter, leavecitymiracles.com, at titansmcm. Titans go to Washington and win 21-17. It was an ugly win. Um, a lot of the same issues that we've seen from the Titans cropped up again in this game, but they were able to score points in the second half, so that was good. That was the first time they scored points in the second half since week one. They only scored seven points in the second half, but it was enough, again, to hang on and win. It seems like every week it's the Titans hang on to win, you know, whatever the score is there, right? So we see that now three weeks in a row. The Titans, after starting 0-2, are now 3-2. and They're in sold possession of first place in the AFC South with the Colts at 2-2-1. and The Jaguars lost to the Texans today. The Jaguars, people told us were for real, who we're supposed to be afraid of. Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be good. None of it's true. The Jaguars are not good. Trevor Lawrence is not good. The Jaguars are the Jaguars. That's just how things are. So we can stop worrying about them go back to worrying about the Colts, go back to talking about a game against the Colts in two weeks, because the Titans are off next week. Um, but a game in Nashville against the Colts in two weeks, it's a really big one because just like last year, if the Titans can get that second win against the Colts, then you put, you know, a full a full two games there between you and them, and then they would have to finish with a better record than you to win the division. So that way if you, you know, flounder down the stretch or, or whatever, just play like they have down the stretch and, beat bad teams and, and not beat any good teams. Um, the Colts would have to be, you know be, finish a full game ahead of the Titans if the Titans can get two wins against them. So, you know, that's the the thing. And, and that's what I've been saying all along. This team's going to win the division. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs because they're not a good team, but the division is bad. So there's nothing – I've seen nothing on any of those fronts to convince me of anything different through the first, what now, five weeks of the season. As for today, I mean, listen, the offensive line was bad again. Dennis Daly's bad. Um you know, I don't know. I don't know what they do there. They, I mean, to, Taylor Luan's not coming back, so you've got to figure out somebody they can play left tackle. Do you talk about moving NPF over there? But then who do you play at right tackle? I mean, they have a lot of questions that there aren't necessarily any good answers to. The good news is they've won three in a row. They keep finding ways to win. A couple of improbable things happened today. I mean, you had the the touchdown drive in the second quarter. Um, you had a play where Ryan Tannehill kept the play alive, was able to find, I think it was Dontrell Hilliard, when he, it looked like Tannehill was going to get sacked. He finds Dontrell Hilliard, gets the first down, keeps that drive alive. Um, then it turns into a Derrick Henry drive from there. They go down and score. Uh, there was the play where Ryan Tannehill just basically kind of threw it as far as he could, and Nick Westbrook-Akeena made a really nice adjustment on the ball, and they had, like I think it was a 63-yard catch, uh 61-yard catch that NWI had there. So I mean, you know, they were again able to do just enough. They have a bad offensive line. They have receivers that can't separate. So as I said on Twitter during the game, it's not a good combination. But I don't, I don't really see how those things are going to change. the The best thing that we're seeing here is is Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry. I mean, he ends with twenty eight for one hundred and two, two touchdowns. That is only three point six yards per carry. He does only, he did only have a long of fifteen yards at run in this game. But if you watch him, I mean, he's running the ball like he has in the past. He's decisive. He has good vision. He's running guys over. He's running around guys, stiff-arming guys. I mean, all those things that we've seen. And, you know, at one point it was was like 5.7 yards per carry. In the second half, they really kind of zeroed in on him. And you see, I mean, plays where there are two or three guys waiting for him in the backfield when he gets the ball. And, you know, sometimes he makes those into positive yards. But, I mean, it's just – it's hard. It's hard to do – much of anything with that and Derrick Henry is able to do it you know a little bit so I mean it was, it's good to see that it's good to see that they can kind of still lean on him when they need it but you know other, other than that offensively like I said uh, <laughs> the receivers are not fast enough they're they're not creating a whole lot of separation Um Ryan Tannehill held on the ball too much at times today and I don't know if he's just really trying to make something happen. I mean, the the good thing is we're talking about him taking sacks and not making turnovers, right? That that was the problem last year when he was trying to force things. He would turn the ball over. He didn't turn the ball over today, so that's obviously good. Um, Took some sacks that he shouldn't have, held on the ball too long a couple times. Sometimes that turns into something good. A lot of times it doesn't. You know, I don't know. It's hard for me to say what goes on with the guy when he's playing behind a line that's that bad. You know, I think there's part of him that realizes that on every play, somebody's going to be there. And if he just throws it away every single time, there, nothing positive is ever going to happen. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I cut him a little bit of slack for that. I don't know if I should or not. It's just, you know, it, it just seems like it would be hard. It'd be hard to be a quarterback with behind an offensive line that's that bad. So, you know, could he play better? Absolutely he could. But, you know, whatever. Um, he's doing enough for them to win games, and that's really what matters. Um, the defense today, I mean, listen, they gave up 359 yards to Carson Wentz. Not great, but Carson Wentz gives it away, like I said, at the end again. So, um, you know, did enough. Again, talk about guys doing enough to to, to make plays to to get a win. I mean, that, that's really about all you can say on this team at this point. You know, they lost the game in week one. They should have won. They have – they got – you know, in week two, they get just pummeled by the Buffalo Bills, who are a much better football team than they are. And then since then, they've found ways to win against teams that are whatever. They're not good. Um, I mean, I think the, the Colts are not a very good team. The Raiders are not a very good team. They're decent, both of them. You know The Commanders are not good. Um, the, the Giants <laughs> maybe the best of those four teams, honestly, which is kind of funny because that's not what we thought going in. Titans still should have won that game. Doesn't make it any better that they lost, but the Giants went to London and beat the Packers today um, and put on a pretty impressive display. So I mean I don't know maybe we'll look back on that loss and think of it as I mean obviously a blown opportunity you know again you have a big lead all you have to do is hit a kick and you win the game but maybe it'll be just the Titans' blown opportunity to win a game instead of the Titans' blown opportunity to win a game against a bad team maybe that's not the exact narrative that we that we'll be having about that game but I don't know we'll see that that's just kind of a, an aside thought um you know that they still had trouble getting pressure they, they it was better today than it has been the last couple of weeks. Uh, Simmons had a sack and a half. Uh, Autry had a sack. Uh, Sam Okawanu, I think is how you say his name, had the other half a sack. Listen, Autry went out for a minute with a with an injury. They said it was a back injury, I think, and I was really terrified at that point of how they were g- going to be able to get a, a pass rush at all. He came back in and had a sack after that, so, um, I, you know, that's good. That was some time to rest up here. Titans with the injury stuff, man, I don't know. Like, I think I feel like there needs to be a deeper dive that goes into this about why they suffer so many injuries. I mean, it's just it's crazy to me. I mean, they got guys getting injured all the time and guys missing games. And I mean, I know it's the NFL, people get hurt. I, like, I understand all that, but it just seems like this team has a, a larger number of those things that happened to them. I mean, we know last year they used more players than any team in the history of the NFL has done. They're not quite on that same pace this year, but you know you've got two guys that you're paying a lot of money to with torn ACLs and Harold Landry right before the season started, and then Taylor LeJuan, uh, you know, in that game, and then you know just guys missing for different stuff and getting banged up. Bud Dupree's been banged up, Fulton's been out of the lineup, um, you know. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know what we'll the. I I feel like somebody, and maybe the Titans are, it. I just don't know. Maybe it's just bad luck. I don't know, but it feels like somebody should really be looking into that. Uh, let's see, what else? Caleb Farley was <laughs> on the field for a minute today, he fell down, gave a long touchdown re- touchdown reception. Um, you know, he's not good. I, I saw Mike Herndon say something on Twitter about how they need to keep him off the field until he regains the speed that he had in college and just basically talking about how different his tape from college looks to what he is now. I don't know if it's a confidence thing, if it's a, if it's a knee thing, if it's the back issue. I mean, I don't know. But he's been really bad and, and they need him to be good. Um, you know, I, I guess the good news is we're another week closer to getting Elijah Molden back. And so then if Fulton can stay healthy, you've got Fulton McCreary who's been pretty good, then you can have Molden as the slot guy. So you don't need as much from Farley, but Farley's a first round pick, so you need him to be good, but it's it's not it's just not working out that way. Um, you know, I don't know. This team has a lot of question marks. This team has a lot of holes. And again, there there are some things that, you know, guys come back from injury or guys hopefully getting better as the season goes on. That some of those things will get fixed. But, um, the offensive line, man, that, that's the thing to me that I just, I, I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't know what you can do, but it's bad. And they're, I just don't know how you beat good teams when you can't, when you, you can't have any time to throw. You can't, Get your running back. I mean, he can't get a handoff and and make you know hit a hole without two guys standing there. So um, and listen to to the Commanders' credit, they have a really good defensive front, right? I mean, even even without Chris Young, they're they're really good up front. But um, you know, still th- this line is bad. I mean, it, I felt like Will Svitek was out there a couple times today, which is you know if you're if you've been a Titans fan long enough to remember that the JJ Watt game where Will Sweetsack was just kind of waving as, at him as he ran by. Um it, it felt a little bit like that and I just I don't understand. I don't understand why they can't have guys that are at least serviceable enough that can, you know, get in somebody's way long enough for the quarterback to make a play. Push a guy <laughs> the opposite direction of where the running back's supposed to go so there's at least a crease that he can get to and, and you know try to make a guy miss down the field. So I don't know. I mean, there's there's things like that that you just can't explain. But again, like I said, at the end of the day, they get they go into the bye week. They're three and two. They're in first place in the division. They're still the the favorite. I would say to win the division. I mean, I, I still the Colts. You know, lucked into a win on on Thursday night. But still, I mean, I think the Titans are better. And again, like I said, we get a win against them in two weeks, and um, you can pretty much stick the knife in them, like like the Titans were able to do early last season. So, you know, I, again, it's it's they've won three in a row. It doesn't feel like they've won three in a row. Like you don't walk away from this team thinking about the momentum they have and how good you feel about it and all that kind of stuff. Even with three wins in a row, two of those coming on the road, one of those against the division opponent. And again, the team that's your toughest competition in the division, you don't, you don't walk away feeling, feeling like you, sh- like you feel like I feel like you would in most situations, but you know, win the division, see what happens. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. I think that's what we're looking at. So Anyway, that about do it for today. Um, anything else that I missed, be sure and comment on Twitter. Again, at Jay Morris MCM, at Titans MCM. Let me know anything you want me to talk about that I didn't hit on here. Um, we'll have a lot more from this game as the week goes along. And then kind of, you know, resetting where things are during the bye week to see, you know, what, what improvements can the Titans make? What can they do to get better? And hopefully, you know, be in the conversation about teams that could make a run in the playoffs. But... Like I said, from where I said at this point, it's it's hard to see that. It's hard, it's not hard to see them in the playoffs. I think they get there. I think they host a, a playoff game like they had the last two years uh, with winning the division, but it's just it's hard to see what they do beyond that. But anyway, we'll have plenty of stuff coming up during the bye week to get you set for that you know big game against the Colts when we come out of the bye week in week seven. So like I said, music Check that out between now and then. Plenty of stuff to talk about there. We'll be back this week with plenty of updates and that kind of stuff. Um, We'll talk to you again after Vrabel Talks on Monday, uh, any updates we get from that. So, again, like I said, hang around for that kind of stuff. At Jamworth MCM, at Titan MCM. This is Jimmy Morris. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again later.